Tonight's host's name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that now? 12 hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There are both progression values. It's a Chad Dukes show. It's a Chad Dukes show. It's a Chad Dukes show. warning you to our potential for it to be not a funny show today. I've got a couple of serious things I need to speak with you on, and so there's at least a chance of that. It's a Chad Duke show. It's a Chad Duke show. It's a Chad Duke show. Hope that doesn't make you paranoid. It's a Chad Duke show. It's a Chad Duke show. It's a Chad Duke show. Combine that with the fact they're banging away on the roof. I, I can't even imagine. Uh, there's a lot of man. I was doing a lot of manual work today. I was uh, slinging soda all over uh, Northern Virginia, soda pop. But um, I've had real jobs in my life. This ain't one. Um, being on a fucking roof in the summer. Not a little bit. A little bit of that. That's a, that's a different level of hot. That is. Uh, that, it's a. You got to be made of stern stuff to do that, and uh, the fellows are at, we're on the, the top floor of the Fortress of Solid Dudes, for those of you that aren't aware, our beautiful downtown Fairfax palatial estate. You might hear them banging around. Um, I just can't even imagine uh, doing that today. It's 10 million degrees outside with about 100% humidity, so good perspective, young man, on uh, what we could be doing today instead of you sitting in here in a full fucking sweatsuit yeah, inside of this attic. Massive mistake. Uh, the roof The roof work, I, I, I haven't been... Um haven't had the pleasure? I haven't had the pleasure, no. Before you die, uh, what I think you should do, which is going to be at least in hopefully six or seven years. Oh, um, I think that's a, that's higher than, than it was previously. Uh, well, you'll be 30 then. I can't imagine oh, you making it much you know, further Maybe past I really then. won't. You think you should die if you hit 30? <laughs> 30s were great, man. I miss my 30s. 30s are probably the best time because you, uh, you kind of have the same mentality in your 20s, but you also have all of them. Um, you don't have the uh, the health things that start happening when you hit 40. Ah. So uh, 30s are great. You'll love them. And hopefully you'll have a little bit of, of money that you can not spend. Um, the, uh, if you've never done this, um, they have machines for this if you have a, a big company. where you um, Have you ever picked up a bale of shingles? I have, yes. They're like 60 pounds. Um, and they're long and they're, uh, they're weird. And I, for one, my, my grandfather <laughs> was having his roof done. And uh, they, there was a guy, they hired a guy, and he was up there with a nail gun nailing the shingles in, but the rest of us had to get the fucking shingles up onto the roof. So, this is the worst part of that job. Yeah. I, I mean, you like ogring, so you might be okay. Love it. But, like, but walking up a ladder with the big 60 pound shingle bale on your shoulder and then huffing it over and then making sure it doesn't fall off and it's not in everybody's way, it is, uh, it is a very unique type of ogring. So, I hope you do get to experience that at some point. Yeah, my all time ogring moment was when I was still living at home, and I guess. My folks were getting. You a- actually drank the blood of an English bum, <laughs> no, right? My, Isn't that what you did? My folks were getting a tree taken down, um, and I was still sleeping uh, in the basement. And then, um, what was it? Two p.m. <laughs> just about. <laughs> Hot ogre hibernating for the spring. <laughs> and then I get a, uh, I, I get a call 
from Pops that says, uh, Tor, they need you in the backyard to help yeah. pull down this tree. Sure. And then I come in like Mariano Rivera. Of course. On, on, the, on the top of the rope and help get it down. <laughs> the back door opens up. Back door opens up. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Buck Buck, number one, come in. You ever hear Buck Buck by Bill Cosby? <laughs> Listen to that one. Fat, fat Albert comes out the back fucking door. We give you a phone on us. There's Tor walking towards the tree right now. All the fucking workers are just scattering. <laughs> Wood just explodes up out of the fucking stump of the tree. Yeah, I got that. I got that. Well, yeah. I mean, that probably was a big moment for you. It was. I mean, seeing a tree fall down is always fun. It's like a Royal Rumble when fucking Stone Cold's music hits and everybody just clears the fuck out, you know? Uh, but the roof work and then um, running a jackhammer are two that I think I would I, I try to stay away from. It would from be a jackass sure. hammer if you were running it. Um, I think that... Uh, <laughs> It's going to be some comedy in this show. Look at this. Uh, I'd love to see you run a jackhammer because it would look. It would be like um, most people, it's like a big two-armed thing. But for you, I think it'd be, it would be like watching a normal person pick up one of those little white plastic tables in the middle of a pizza box. That's how it would look in your hand, a, a jackhammer. Yeah, I was doing some ogring this morning. I'll talk about that. Uh, well, welcome to the program, everybody. It is a Friday. Uh-oh, you know what that means, Tor. It oh. is a Friday uh, episode of the Chad Duke Show, which means we get to play our special Friday song that Tor and I wrote and performed. Friday, Friday, Galaxy on my day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's Friday. The weekend's here and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax, hallelujah, hallelujah, and take off our slides. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's in a rubber house, in a rotten underwear. Hallelujah. Thank you, Dino. Appreciate that. That's our exclusive Friday songs that we have on the show. You can yeah. never deny the pipes. Not at all. I, I like catching our listeners um, that don't listen to the Friday episode because they just think it's a clip show, uh -huh. and uh, they, they're completely unaware of the Friday song, which uh, <laughs> bums me out because it's one of my favorite bits of the week. Um but yes, we are broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solitudes, presented by Monk's Barbecue in Percival. You did not get the date of the hog roast for me yesterday, young man. I believe it's July 3rd. I will confirm that right now. Confirm that right now, please. They're having a, let's see if I can piece this together, Monk's Barbecue Pig Roast at Flying Ace Farm. Is that what it is? I'm getting the poster now. It's, it's, okay, so it's, we should just wait for another 20 to 30 minutes? Uh, yeah. We're going to have to get you an internet in class. Now, I guarantee if there was a coupon for a free 12-pack of beer... On the other side of that uh, HTTP link, I, I think you get there a lot quicker than when I need something. What the fuck? Can, can I ask you? Yeah. Like, when you don't have it yet, like, what takes so long? I'm, I'm scrolling through the chat where it was posted. No, no, no. You don't or, scroll or, through or, the chat. You go to fa you go to Facebook.com slash Flying Ace Farm, and you look at their feed where they posted all that shit. That would be smarter. <laughs> what chat are you fucking scrolling the through? The super supporter chat where it was... Oh, that's, that's that's the wrong way to do it. Or you can go to their Instagram. I'm sure they have a post there, but I, I know it's on the front page of their shit there. You're still scrolling, I noticed. Yep. Scroll, scroll. Remind me of Steve Carlisi when you scroll yeah, that way. The Monk's Barbecue Hog Roast, July 3rd, 1 to 5 p.m. There it is. Well, how about you use your big boy voice? Yep. Uh, July 3rd, <laughs> 1 to 5 p.m., Flying Ace Farm. How do you get tickets to that? I want to go to that. Uh, you can go to uh, Flying Ace Farm on Facebook, just Ooh! as I did. And they will have all the links on their posts. Perfect. Uh, you'll, you'll see it. It's a nice big poster, blue poster, red hog right in the middle. Red hog. Big old throbbing red hog. We, uh, we appreciate that. Big veiny throbbing. Um, I got to get out there for that. I mean, July 
live. Does it say where it's going to be? Is it going to be down in the area where we do our live shows? Does it say that on there? Uh, I'm not seeing the uh, specific location. Right, do of, me a favor, if you don't mind. We, if Monk doesn't return my text anymore. So if you don't mind shooting a text over to Monk right. um, and asking where that is, because I would like to purchase tickets and attend that. That sounds like a shitload of fun. Um, and we've done. Uh, I've done a Monk's pig roast for the uh, the Chad Dukes broadcast, and it was spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. More pork than you could shake a hoof at. So uh, that'll be fun. And thank you to Monk's Barbecue for sponsoring. They don't need our help, especially not during the summer, but if you want the best barbecue in Virginia, not just Northern Virginia, but the entire state, head on out to Percival, uh, 251 North 21st Street. And of course, you can go to monksq.com on the World Wide Web to see the beautiful menu. And uh, if you're a bourbon guy, like shoot as a bourbon guy, that is your Valhalla. He has all the shit that you wish you could have and taste. And then my problem is, Tori, is if I actually have a bottle of good shit, I have so much anxiety about opening the motherfucker up. Like, you don't have to worry about that. You got the monks, buy yourself a little snort. You can taste it and keep your stock intact. Very good. Um, all right. So did you have something to say? You look like you're chomping at the bit. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Just uh, got the message at the monk. I'll have an update on where it'll be Excellence. taking place. Um, what, the sweatsuits. Um, it's 99 degrees outside. What, what on earth? You said it was a mistake, but as soon as you walked out of the house, why not just take all of your clothes off and get into the car? I had to get going today. Okay. That, that was, it was wake up. What, what? Grab a brush, put on a little makeup. Exactly. Why'd you leave your keys up on the table? No. <laughs> One day you're going to look up those lyrics and you're going to be like, ah, I know what Shoot has been talking about for the past year and a half. Um, so you got, you just, you had the sweats. Is that the sleeping sweatsuit? Uh, this was not the sleeping sweatsuit. It was just, that looks, that can go on right now and we can get out the doors. Okay. As possible. Any shirt underneath the sweatshirt? No, not Wow, that. boy, that is a bold move in the middle of this type of weather. <laughs> wow. So you're just going to sweat that sweatshirt up. Yep. What was it like walking in from the outside wearing all that? Unpleasant. Yeah, I'm practically naked with my big ass, and I could not have been warmer uh, this morning. I uh, got up and uh, drove. I got to thank my buddy Ben, uh, Ben from uh, Cheerwine. I drove out and met him up doing my bootlegger run and uh, loaded up the back of the truck. The first, uh, by the way, uh, to our first trail of cheers I've done in the new uh, Raptor, which I've decided on a name. I don't know if I told you that, but uh, it was going to be Kwai Lang, or it was going to be uh, Jeffrey Simmons, or it was going to be Robert Muldoon. But she's a she. Like, my trucks are always a, a woman. And so um, Clever Girl is her name. That is the name of my pickup truck is the Clever Girl. And I uh, I was applying my decals to the back of it today, um, which I'm very proud of. I got a decal of the uh, the Lin Kuei logo, which, of course, is Sub-Zero's clans because it's a nice big blue truck. And that's my, my main in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And then on the left-hand side, I have a sticker of Derrick Henry uh, stiff-arming Josh Norman into hell, which... Um, <laughs> Oh, let me show it to you. I, it turned out so beautiful. I couldn't even. People I'm, are going to be so confused. You think driving, so? Driving behind you. Like, what the fuck? What Who is, is this, this maniac? What is he into? He has some. <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh, that's, oh, that's, where, oh, that's pretty good then. Isn't that great? Yeah. I thought so too. And then you can't see it. But there's a. Oh, yeah. It's a terrible picture. Um, but yeah. I mean, I have identity issues, and I think you could probably figure that out. Like, what is he into? What is this? Um, is he a member of a ninja clan that can freeze people from the inside out? Oh, I wish. Oh, God. Give me those powers. Um,. All right, so I was I drove out and I was uh, I loaded up all the cheer wine and thank God I had the uh, the hand cart our official show. I wish I could remember who gave us that hand cart. If you gave us the the fucking we have an industrial grade like beer truck hand cart that someone donated to the uh, the Fortress of Solid Dudes that 
has just saved my life. When I was putting in the fucking blitz machine, literally saved my fucking life. Yeah, um, it's it's a money cart right there. It's great. It's got the big tires on it. It's got the two sets of handles, which you need if you. Do. It's not one of those normie builder square fucking nineteen ninety nine hand carts. It's gonna fall asleep with that little thin aluminum bullshit. Um, but I had that in the truck, so I loaded up all the the cheer wine and I was humping it over to uh, Commonwealth Dry Goods. Pulled into the gas station. <clears throat> First time I've gotten gas. Since I bought the new pickup, you want to guess? Uh, I'll Why don't go, you take a guess? I'll go with 130. I, and I don't want to be one of those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, everyone for the past, like, like shit, I don't get political on this show. Shit stinks yeah. sometimes. Sometimes shit stinks. Sometimes shit costs more than it should. I'm old enough now where I've been through this a few times where gas is expensive. I know it's as mo- expensive as it's ever been right now. But the, the people that post the picture of the thermometer where it's like, oh, it's 110 out today. Yeah, it's hot. It's summer. You know what I mean? Like, gas is expensive. We're all dealing with it. But all that kind of went out the window when I spent this much on one tank of gas huh. today. Uh <laughs> In the new Ford F-150. That would be called eating your own balls. Raptor. I uh, <laughs> I looked down and I said, do you know how many Chad Duke show hats I have to sell to fill up this motherfucker just once? Uh, it was $150 for a, a tank of gas. And uh, I don't like to complain all that much about that. I don't think it serves any purpose. But whoo, did that sting tour. Wow. I looked at it and I said, wow, man, I had the Explorer was... 80, 65 bucks about just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. um, so there was that. And then I, I got over to the uh, the shop and I um, I had to do the bit where you uh, my, my the bed of my truck is covered. So I had to roll into it to get the, the, the cheer wine out of the back. Uh-huh. And I was sitting in there for just about 10 seconds. And uh, Dempsey poked his head out of Mobius. He's like, can I help you? I was like, well, if you can make sure that you don't close that tailgate. Because if you close that tailgate, I would die in 90 seconds laying inside of the bed of this fucking pickup. That would just be fucking it. That's how uh, hot that it was. But the reason why I bring it up is that um, I was thinking about it today for the first time. And I've, I've um, my, my grandfather drove a Pepsi truck uh, for a couple of many years, I think actually, and, and eventually got into uh, real estate and was um, very, very successful. He, uh, he died a, a millionaire um, of which I'm going to see none of. Um, but he, he drove a, a Pepsi truck and my dad worked the Pepsi truck when he drove it. And I don't think it's a fond memory for my pops, but, um, I always loved that cause I love soda. Um, I always, whenever I was fucking at a seven 11 and the guy was, I remember looking at the guy like with the lift gate would go down and he had like the 12 yeah. cases of fucking RC and he'd bring it in. I always looked at that like, man, that's a fucking, that's a job I'd like to have. I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure it's a really hard job. I like hold the door open for him and feel I like I'm too. contributing. Yeah, I feel like, hey, like I'm somebody. Thanks, big man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, brother, appreciate you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck yeah, man. You're my. Can, can, I, can, I, can I get a ride? Can I, can I ride back with a 7 up? You want a quick, you know, in the, in the front I'll seat? I thought you were yeah. a Yankee crank. That's, a, that's, a, that's the motion you just gave. You're going to beat the dude off? I mean. All right, I just want to say that's not what I feel when I see the soda truck oh, guy. The... No, I'm excited, but I don't want to jack the dude off. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I didn't realize you wanted to pump off the dude before you had a nice Mr. Sure Mr. Pib. Um, the uh, you know some of the romanticism is gone because it's no longer the big long glass. I don't even. Did you ever have those bottles when you were a kid? Uh, the 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 true glass long bottle? neck sixteen ounce fucking soda bottles. Uh, I don't believe so. No, they were going the way of the dodo when I was young, but they were still around. Um, and those were the ones that like you'd hear them clinking together. And now of course it's all that shitty fucking twenty ounce plastic nonsense we talked about yesterday that makes everything taste bad. But um. When I, I never mind picking up the sodas, and I always kind of enjoy it, uh, and I never put it all together until today when uh, I, I had the hand cart, and it was filled all the way up with soda, and I'm pushing it in, and I'm, I'm working it back and forth. And uh, my wife looked at me, and she goes, oh, you look like your dad. 
And I was like, well, that's probably pretty spot on right now because he did this also. And I'm about his age when I started kind of remembering, you know, a lot of what he looked like. So uh, it was cool. I was like, oh, maybe the reason why I like doing this is because my grandfather did this and my dad did this, you know, in yeah, some way, shape or form. There's definitely some of that in you where, like, if, if you if you are doing some hard labor sometimes, you, you think, oh. Well, this is what my granddad did, yeah. and this, you know, he worked on a farm, and now I'm, you know, helping him with his garden. It's it, weird. It's not as intense by any means, but you kind of feel good thinking, oh, that's what he did. I'm kind of doing it uh, yeah. to the same extent. You're, well, you you're a little more than me. Enjoy your grandfather too, because my grandfather was, um, I think he was gone by the time I was your age, or at least around there. Um, because I think my, for some reason, my my grandparents and my parents were responsible. I think they had their, you know, not the years weren't, but they weren't. Um, I think they had their kids like when they were thirty. Uh, which is what you should do. If, by the way, if you're out there thinking about having kids, please wait until you're 30. <laughs> Just decide whether or not you want to continue to have your life or start living your life for somebody else. Um, so, like, I didn't get a chance. I remember I have great memories of him as a kid, but I wish I had more memories of him, like, as an adult, you know, hanging around when I was kind of old enough to appreciate him some more. So that's a cool thing that you uh, you still can do that. Yeah. Uh, do you still drink? Uh, he'll have a... a, a, a- a couple beers at Christmas time and all that. All that. Okay, they're not. He's not like Papa. No, no, no. He is not. God damn, he, Papa could drink. He's uh, he's pretty in the you know fitness, getting his steps in, doing all the swimming oh, stuff. Oh, Papa was not into that. <laughs> Although he was always in good shape. Like he was never fat. Like I don't know why everyone else in my family's fat. Papa was never fat. I unfortunately had a miserable experience with my last time I saw my granddad. Right, what's that? Uh, I had to share a room with him in Boston. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, you told uh, me about this, and he saw you getting into the shower, and he said, "I thought it would be bigger." Isn't that what he said? No, that's not what he said. Oh, I was positive that's that's not that story. No, it was a different story. Where he my saw granddad your did not see my dick. Oh, well, not that time. Because there's other time when he did. It, that I I don't know. I don't think he ever has. You, what was the story where they, where he said I thought it would be bigger if it he, wasn't that in that moment? Granddad never said that. Shoot, who said that? You. Oh, it was the blade chick. It was the oh. chick that you drugged she back didn't to the bathroom. Say that either. When you pulled the sweatpants off. She said, "Oh wow, I just thought because you're so tall that it would be bigger." Um, but it's a below average size, right? Like it's slightly below average. No, Not tiny. I'm doing good. No, no, your 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 college uh, teammate emailed the show and said everyone thought Tor's dick would be bigger because yes, because of a monster. And I right. they they you see me, you think oh that guy's got to be packing seven soft. No one's saying it's small, which is not the case. Um. So what did he when he saw it? What happened after he that? He didn't see my. Penis. Well, then why are you telling this story? What's the point? Because he snored like an animal, oh, and I well. couldn't sleep for two nights. It couldn't be. Every grandfather has got to snore like a fucking summoning bazuzu. <laughs> Did it sound like this, the first floor of the beach house that we just stayed at? <laughs> it was... <laughs> You know how, how absolute cheap I am. Like, oh, I, you're the cheapest? You're the cheap. biggest skin flint I know? Each night, there was a time where I got up from my bed, right. and I said, I'm going to go down to the front desk and purchase my own room. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. I, I obviously didn't do of that. Of course you didn't. Do it. You just I, threatened I, to do it. I did. I did. <laughs> Miserable. So so sleep isn't even worth you investing in yourself. At that point, no. The $38 was probably way more important <laughs> to you at that point. Yeah, that's why I never get I never share a hotel room with anybody. A, I don't want to keep anyone up with my snoring, but yeah. then B, like I'm not I'm not going to have it. Like you're not going to stop me from being able to get it's, it's difficult enough for me to sleep through the night by myself. I'm not gonna fucking have you. Do it, but grandpa snoring is the goat fucking, you know, the king snake snoring. It's at a different level. It's a, I've been on this fucking planet for six decades. You're not going to sleep tonight. I am. It's like an it's almost like an apnea thing. Oh, I'm it, sure it was. But I'm just yeah. They're not going to grandfather's not going to get into apnea. They're right. not going to fucking they don't they don't believe that exists. Of There's course no not. <laughs> um yeah, when I was going down in the beach house and all you guys had already turned in, it was Jester that when it was the full boat boat. When it was Jester Ant-Man, 
tore Monk with his sleep apnea machine. By the way, he, he still snores through his sleep apnea machine. Do you know that? He's just sucking the air right out of Bro, it. Bro, like, <laughs> what kind of problems do you have to have to snore with a sleep apnea machine on? Uh, Dick Smokan snores a little bit. And um, was that it? Neil. Neil. Neil is like, you're like the Avengers show up. And you're like, <laughs> fuck, there's Captain America. Oh, shit. That's Iron Man? Yeah. Fuck Thor. He's a god of thunder, you know? And then all of a sudden, you're like, well, maybe I could take these guys. You know, we got some, we're Hydra. We got some rifles. Sure. And then the Hulk just drops down behind yeah. him. Wham! And like, okay, that's Neil when the snoring happens. You're, pick, you're picking out Hawkeye saying, okay, I can take it down. I can take that, dude. All right, this guy's all right. All right, it's Scarlett Johansson. What the fuck is she going to do? And all of a sudden, the Hulk just drops down behind him. All right, pack all right. it in. Well, Let's all head off to the raft. Um, <laughs> that's when Neil, when Neil starts snoring. Uh, it's next level. At one point, Neil was snoring so loud, the door to their bedroom was closed. I was in the kitchen upstairs, and it was so fucking loud, I walked down to see who it was. Yeah, that was uh, that was me and Neil sharing a room together. You guys were lucky the mortar stayed intact in between the bricks in that fucking house with what you were doing in that room. The How only- did you sleep with Neil in the room? Blackout drunk. That's, yeah, the, that's the only way is to is to literally sedate yourself to the point well, where... Well, it, luckily, you did a really good job of that. Pacifico Pals <laughs> were, were definitely rolling. Uh, the Pacifico Pals were a big hit in the uh, Chad Duke Show gaming stream last night, by the way. I was uh, I was dusting off the new star screens that we did, oh. which was a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> we, have a, we have a... For those of you that are wondering, we'd like to give you a little sample of what happened if you don't pay for the, uh, the show, the Chad Duke Show, which you should. I, I really do have a lot of confidence in what... We haven't raised the price... Uh, once since we've started, not planning on raising the price, even though all of our costs have gone up like everybody else. And uh, I really have a lot of confidence in the show. I think it's the best show that I've ever done. I think it's funny. Um, and I think as far as original content, it's it's one of the best bangs for your buck out there. We did about a two-hour bonus show this past week. We're always doing extra shows for you guys. Uh, we do extra time every single day. Uh, it's a real funny show. I have a lot of confidence in it. I'm not a braggadocious person in that manner. Um, but one of the things that I thought was really good this week is that uh, I had a chance to slip out with uh, Ant-Man and with our buddy uh, Handsome Matty Tubestakes, and we saw uh, Top Gun Maverick and um, did a little review on it, and uh, we're going to have that for you today on the Friday episode, okay? So if you are looking to avoid spoilers, um, I don't think there's a lot of spoilers in. Oh, by the way, Tor, i got to give you a verbal nod. Um, I didn't realize you were doing the bit whenever I review a movie that you give the timestamps out in the description of the episode. Yeah, I do. The time- a lot of people complimented you on it. Did you see that? I appreciate that. Um, the uh, the timestamps go for the movies and for the extra gross stuff, just so in case. Oh, people, that's very kind. In case people want to skip that, then they can. Was there any extra gross stuff this week? I think we stayed away from it for the most part. There was the tail end of a show. Some oh, really? was played, but uh, other than that, I think. We I were think the grossest played. thing so far has been your grandfather staring at your cock as you were getting into the uh, the shower, which of course you just show. revealed on today's episode. Oh, that's right. This is a Friday show, so someone you know might actually hear this. <laughs> Maybe one of your fucking roommates. Um. <laughs> So, what were we talking about? I forget. Oh, the the Top Gun. Oh, uh, yeah. we will have uh, the review, uh, Ant-Man and I. Tor has not seen it yet. Are you making plans yet, by the this way? This weekend, I'll see My it. My offer still stands. If you just let me know when you want to go, and I'll buy the tickets online and send them over to you. I do appreciate that. No problem. I will. Uh, by the way, uh, if you want tickets to Top Gun, just hit me up. I'll probably buy yours, too. Uh, that's how much. I don't want to. Spoiler alert. I enjoyed the film, and um, I thought the, uh, the review was fun, too. So, uh, we'll have that for you today. Um... There's uh, times, though, I wanted to at least touch on this, uh, Gigantor, and that is, um, there's times when I, I have to uh, cop to the fact that I miss being on the uh, the radio. Um, one of the reasons why I don't like podcasts is because the radio, you have a direct and simultaneous connection with the audience, as right. 
Right. As you're speaking, the audience is hearing it. And to that notion, they can then pick up the phone and dial you and respond to what you're doing right there. Now, you say Duke's most phone calls on talk show radio shows suck. You're right. But the connection is still there. And if Tor and I are sitting here spitballing about something or like, oh, what's that TV show that came on after Perfect Strangers, dirt to dirt, we'll get calls. People call in and say it. It, it facilitates. And you also, I could say this is someone that hosted for uh, 15 years on the radio. You, it's, you, you feel the connection with the audience and you can feel the energy if you're doing well and you can see them responding. And podcasts are great and I listen to podcasts and they're fine, um, but it ain't that. And that's why I always think everyone has been talking about the death of radio for a decade and it's still around so there are times when i miss that um the part of it that i don't is having an army of shitheads that couldn't fill a quarter hour if it was sitting on their chest dropping a deuce um tell you what you need to talk about or what you should be talking about sure there's no other fucking industry like it in the world none of the people that tell you what to do in radio can do radio Think about that. If you're a doctor, can you imagine some asshole in a suit that came over from sales knocking on your door and saying, hey, you cut the wrong fucking thing here. Stitch that guy up. Or we're going to move on to somebody else. He's only given you six months, by the way, to do the job. Um, you're looking at it. Hey, I'm Dr. Radio. You know, I'm Dr. Radio. Because even in football, I feel like it's very rare if someone doesn't at least have collegiate experience. You know what I mean, Thor? Yeah. Like, I don't know. that Did Sean McVay play in the pros? I don't believe that he did. He played in college. He played in college. Yeah. But it's the college football, you know? It's very, very rare that someone is sitting there saying, like, and there's nerds on the internet, like Mike Mayock. Mike Moyock? How do you fucking Mayock. say it? But two barrels <laughs> in him off the coast of Montauk. Two barrels in him. Um, he, you know, is a nerd with a calculator, and he became a general manager. Now, we all see how that went. And maybe it'll work one day. Um, but radio is fucking crazy because you've got people down a hall that are like well you need to talk about this because this is what's most important like, well have you ever hosted a fucking shift you <laughs> have you ever fucking walked into an air studio and put on headphones and said let me try to see if i can get telephone calls because i feel like you should have at least have attempted it if you're going to tell me what needs to be talked about it's a bit of a sweat in there when you're, when you're, it is <laughs> and there's pressure and you've got to stern put it best howard stern said radio is creating from void like at least if I'm building a house, it's like, well, here's the materials. There's no materials. Yeah. There's nothing. You walk in on a shift, you're like, all right, I got to figure out what needs to be talked about. I got to figure out what I can talk about. Then I got to figure out what's going to be best for the show to talk about. Oh, by the way, you've got less than, you got two hours to do this. Because after you've woken up and then you're prepping all that. You're like, it, it's not like the fucking Leno show, these, these stupid fucking late night shows. Like, they've got all day, they've got an army of writers, and they got to fill 32 minutes or yeah. whatever the fuck that is. Fuck you. Can, you. can you imagine how much scraps go into that, go out of the monologue? That it, that would just be great radio show It's just show unbelievable. Prep. Unbelievable. And I, and I was, you know, I don't want to flex nuts, but I, I, you know, I was doing it by myself. It was four and a half hours, sometimes five hours, and I was, I was alone. I took pride in that. But anyway, um, I miss portions of that. I miss the connection with the audience. What I don't miss is sports talk radio. It's, it's so... And I and I and I think I knew it when I was doing it, like how embarrassing it was. Yeah. But it's a job, and I t it was a job that I took seriously, and it's a job that I prepared for. And there's a lot of trust given to you if you host one of the drive time shifts in a major market. I was in a top ten market hosting afternoon drive. It's a, it's a monstrous deal, and I always had a lot of respect for it because it's all I ever wanted to do. But 
It's mind-numbingly stupid. And the people that listen to it are mind-numbingly stupid. Now, here's the question that I have. Chicken or the egg, nature or nurture, right? Uh-huh. What we were always told, or not what we were told, is just what was known. It's like, look, you can't talk about this, this, and this. The audience, they have lives. You know, they're going about their lives. People that listen to sports talk radio, they're into sports, but they're going to work. They're coming back from work. They're not looking at this the way they would sit down and watch Ozark, you know? Yeah. They're not as invested. They're invested, but they're not as invested. You got them for like 30 minutes. You got them for 30 minutes, and if somebody else gets into the truck, you maybe got them for 10 minutes, and like you got to be talking about what they want to hear or they're going to go to something else. That's why you don't talk Capitals. You know, it's, right. why, it's why you don't talk Wizards. It's why you heard the same Dwayne Haskins segment over and over and over again because you needed to be talking about the biggest story of the day because no one is sitting down and listening for four hours a day. Nobody. Yeah, I, uh, I, I recently saw a picture of a whiteboard that I'm assuming is, is copy and pasted across all radio stations in America. Top five topics, LeBron, Yankees. It's just the worst. Mahomes versus uh, Josh Allen, all that. It, it, and it's, it's part of the job, so I don't want to just sit here and act like it's, it's not. It doesn't need to happen, but. Right now, um, especially in Washington D.C., I, I, I follow a lot. I don't. I haven't. Um, full disclosure: I have not turned on my former employer uh, on the radio since I was uh, asked to leave. I probably never will. I don't have any ill will towards any of the people that are still on the air there. I wish them nothing but the best, and I, I know a lot of those guys. I hope they make a billion dollars and are on the air forever. Um, but I. I'm I'm not going to listen to it, and it's also difficult when, and I I assume most people would feel this way, I feel like I'm a better broadcaster than a lot of people that are on the air everywhere currently, and I've, you know, that door is closed to me, so it's it's difficult to listen to, Um, but it's it's through no fault of their own, so I haven't heard what any of, you know, where I came from are doing, but I do follow a lot of hosts around the country, Yeah, a lot of guys that used to be on my show, uh, guys that I would consider friends, guys that didn't disappear when I had my troubles, which, um, you know, you take note of that. The shit that they're fucking talking about on their shows. Specifically, I've got two tour. The Draymond Green podcast. Oh, yeah. I, 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 if I was doing my show, I'd have to do a segment on that every fucking day, probably a couple of segments, for the entirety of the NBA Finals, right? Right. Because now one person that is listening to me actually wants to hear the NBA Finals get broken down. From a gameplay perspective. Yeah. Or predictions take place or have analysts on. There's no interest in that. It's all the stupid fucking... I need to give this audience an excuse to be mad at this athlete. Or at least provide them with an avenue to talk about how they're mad at this athlete. That's what people respond to. The other story is the Jack Del Rio tweets and then the fines from Ron Rivera. The, the fucking disastrous minefield of a segment. That is a topic that I would have bet $100 that I would have come in and said, I'm not talking about this because I don't want to get fired. Yeah. And my boss would have come in and said, you're talking about this because it's the biggest story of the day. And then I would have had to talk about it and risk getting fired, which, by the way, ultimately fucking happened. I just sat there saying, oh, thank God I don't have to talk about either one of those fucking things. Either one of those stories do not have to be mentioned with what I'm doing. Yeah, we even brought up Voodoo Jack once on this show. Voodoo Jack. I think Tom Lavero is trying to get that name over. Has he mentioned it online? Holy shit. <laughs> Nobody loves Lavero more than me. Not one person, and that dude is the most miserable fucking... He should get away from sports. He don't like sports no more. And it happens to a lot of guys. Florio hates football. He Well, he hates the NFL. I don't know if he hates football. He certainly hates the NFL. Um, 
I think it happens to a lot of guys. Like they, they they get into fucking being known for. I don't know that Luke Thomas likes mixed martial arts. He doesn't seem to a lot. Um, I think people kind of get into like this little fiefdom where they're known for being uh, for analyzing something, and then they grow to hate it. Uh, I know that happened to me, but it was over shit that I didn't want to talk about. Like, I don't want to right. talk baseball, and I had to fuck talk baseball every day. Um, I think Lavero definitely used to love sports. I mean, he he definitely at, at one point knew everything about all sports. Well, I think he's incredibly credible and knowledgeable. Yeah. If you, what's one thing po- other than he likes that uh, charity that he works for? Yeah. Um, to try to get baseball to, to inner city kids, which is noble. But other than that, I've never heard him say a positive thing about boxing. I've never heard him say a positive thing about baseball. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, God forbid he talks about the local football team. God for fucking bit. And then the Eagles. Oh, yeah. I, I, Tor, I'm a football fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of marketing. I, I like I like paying attention to marketing. It's and always interesting. It is. I like jerseys and helmets. I like all that. The Eagles, they cha- they help me here. They changed the font of their logo. Yes, the, the 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 word font how Eagles looks like when you see Eagles Philadelphia Eagles the words they changed it. I'm sorry, I just I just fell asleep. Who gives a shit? Who could possibly give a fuck? How could you fucking care about that? Holy shit! It's everywhere. It's by the way. I follow Philadelphia hosts and blogs and shit. I understand uh-huh. they're talking about it. I still think that's kind of dumb. Everyone's talking about it. The entire football community is talking about the Eagles fucking font on the, their logo. They didn't change their logo, by the way. No, it's just how the, the the words, the letters look. Holy shit. I think it looks terrible, by the way. I mean, fine. There's the segment, by the way. Yeah, it exactly. looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like shit. Fuck the Eagles. That, there's, there's the segment. Oh God, dude! I just last night I was I was looking at Twitter and I was like, you know what? There's people that didn't follow me to my show. I'd still like for them to be able to listen to me. There's I, I miss the boys, miss the boys in the back, like going in and commiserating and shooting shit. Like that's that's fun. Uh, they always hear that from wrestlers and football players. It's like I don't necessarily miss getting beat up as much as I miss the boys in the back. Um, yeah, the, the the locker room is definitely the only thing I miss. Knowing that those the finals are on and knowing that. We got to talk about if Draymond Green is being irresponsible by hosting a fucking podcast. And then, by the way, all of the talking points are already laid out, and nobody has any original ideas. They're just going to regurgitate what they heard of some Stephen A. Smith say. I, I just it's like, oh, the pedantic menacity of the fucking. Oh, I was just so grateful. I was like, oh, thank God, I have an audience that trusts me to decide what I should talk about. Like, thank God. <laughs> Every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, you should talk about this. You shouldn't talk about this. Like, motherfucker, like, you you know better? Yeah. Uh, let me show up at your job and tell you. Let, let me tell you how to input those lines of code and see how long you keep this piece of shit. Let me tell you how to make a souffle. Yeah, that you're writing poorly in Java right now. You need to step it up. <sighs> we got any Java, by the way? I'm fucking thirsty yeah. as shit around here. Fresh out. Damn, damn it. This is the worst kitchen in all the radio. Um, yeah, I was just very grateful. But, but the, the question, the, 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 this is a long way to go to ask you this. Is sports talk radio dumb because the listeners are dumb? Or is sports talk radio dumb and so it attracts dumb listeners? Because I do think there is a market for... When I listen, when I go... I play Mortal Kombat. When I go to look for people to watch that play Mortal Kombat or talk about it, it they, they're better than me and they know more than me. Yeah. Right? Um, 
I don't think the sports talk radio hosts necessarily have to do that. I don't think they have to be better or no more than the listeners. They just have to be able to carry a topic and kind of navigate through the conversation. Um, it, it, and I also think that there is an argument to be made if there was really high-level sports analysis in a market like Washington, D.C. or Tampa or Orlando or Phoenix. I don't think it would do well. So that would lend itself to being like lowest common denominator reality television instead of putting like a smart, savvy fucking crime drama on. We're just going to put another Real Housewives show on or another shore like, oh, look, let's make Buckhead Shore because Jersey Shore people enjoyed that. I just I don't know, though, if we're doing a chicken or the egg thing here, like who created who? I'm not sure. I think sports talk is inherently a little dumb. Uh, sports talk radio, sports talk podcasts with all the the pro well, football focus. You po- can be more, yeah, yeah, focused. Yeah, yeah, you're you're um, narrow casting in that in that. But you're also drawing from an entire country. Whereas if I'm doing a radio show, I'm specifically targeting the people that live in that market. Right, and I think it does have its place there because okay. sometimes you just want to hear a guy that you're familiar with on the radio give a couple points right. about your your dumb local sports. Well, team. one part about it is my my numbers are my streaming numbers always went up on Monday after a Redskins loss. People didn't really much care what I had to say when they won, but they wanted to hear what I had to say when they lost cuz right. I knew I was going to wave my arms and freak out and have a my left ventricular close off. It, it, it's a weird thing with the sports talk radio hosts cuz whatever they whatever is being taught they a lot of them sound like fans, and even if they're putting on or not, you're like, oh, okay, I can I, I can sympathize with him. Right. We're all grieving after this awful loss. We're all juiced up after this win. Uh, so Those, I do miss that when the Redskins would lose a horrible game, like the Monday afterwards. I didn't. I woke up five minutes before the show because I'm yeah. like, I watched the game, <laughs> yeah. so I know all I need to know. Now I'm gonna go in and just let people lose their minds for four fucking hours. It's dumb, but I think it's kind of necessary. Dumb. Like, 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 I think people do enjoy being a part of that 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 group sure. that can listen and participate. I get that. It was just something I was thinking about yesterday because I was like, well, if I'm being honest, like, I do miss that connection with the audience. But God bless just those three topics popped up, and I'm like, oh God, thank you so much that I don't have to deal with this. Because <laughs> yeah. remember, like, right when COVID was happening, like, it was all the the protests and all the crazy shit, and like they're wanting us to talk about that on Sports Talk right now. I was like, first of all, nobody here is equipped to talk about this. The nuance, talk about this. Like, you're you're trying to fucking def- like, there's a sniper, or you know, a mile out, and you want me to shoot him with a shotgun. Like, I can't. I don't have the tools. No, I don't have the right weaponry to do this. And people are going to be upset at me if I take They're the shot. They're going to be fucking upset. <laughs> yeah. And ultimately, they were. Uh, friend knows, let me tell you about John and Tara. You know, Tara is, used to date Black Eyed Bruce. They had an experience working with Joe Azer, my guy. Contact Joe after months and months of working with it. Everyone does this. They're trying to be nice, I think, Tor. Oh, I've got a relative that's a real estate agent. Oh, my, my wife went to school with someone that's a broker right now. Um, just wasted weeks and weeks and weeks of this. They finally contact Joe and they hit that home run. The house they wanted and missed out on came back up on the market. Six hours later, they saw it. Twelve hours later, Joe had him under contract. Hold on just one second. <laughs> 21 days later, they are homeowners living in that bad boy. You know what they needed? Strong leader. Strong realtor. Someone that's focused. Someone that's positive. That's right. And now, John and Tara or over the moon with the outcome. Tara's probably happy because she's not dating Bruce anymore. She's dating John. If you don't believe me, 
you go ahead and go right now to Joe Azer on Zillow or on what is it? Red Apron? What's that other one? Red Tail? Red Fish? Uh, Red Bubble? That's they make T-shirts. Oh, um, somehow your answer was dumber than mine. Here is what they said in their own review in their own words. Quotes: Every time I had a question or concern about what was going on, Joe Azer was always there to explain and ease our worries. He continued guiding us through the process, never making us feel pressured or that we wanted uh, was out of line or out of reach. He was always getting back to us in a timely, quick manner, whether it was by email, phone, or text. That is from the customer's mouth. Listeners of this show, if you're in a similar situation, if you think, God, I'm never going to find a new home, or Jesus, I'd like to get out of this townhouse and get into something bigger, call Joe Azer. Here is his cellular telephone number. That's right. Uh, it is his cellular telephone number, 571-989-AZER, 571-989-2937. Text him right now. Say, hey. Shoot gave me your number. Is that something he was supposed to do? And then uh, see what he says. He's going to help you get into it. Put it away for a rainy day. Save it in your fucking phone. And the next time you need a fucking house, you call fucking Joe Azer. Um, he's a good man. I probably shouldn't curse as much when I'm <laughs> doing a live read. Uh, 571-989-2937. Joe Azer. By the way, every single time we do a Joe Azer read on the Friday show, he says, oh, I get all this great response. So I know you chiseling motherfuckers aren't listening to the show that I charged for, you sons of bitches. Um, JadDukeShow.com if you'd like to sign up to be yelled at even more. All right, uh, Tor, hopefully people are using this beautiful summer weekend to do what I like to do, and that is stay indoors in air conditioning and go see a Top Gun Maverick. I had a chance to see it on um, Thursday or Wednesday. I don't remember. Wednesday. Wednesday of this week, and it, uh, it made for some uh, excellent topicality for the show. We'll give that to you now. If you like what you hear, please go to ChadDukeShow.com and subscribe today. On Saturday, July 23rd, Commonwealth Dry Goods is hosting Christmas in June and July. Be there to pick up the brand new Chad Duke Show Rodcast CD, experience the magic of the Christmas blow molds, and you will also have the opportunity to guarantee yourself the right to the Chad Duke Show Christmas bourbon, and that's only at Commonwealth Dry Goods on July 23rd. It's going to be difficult to describe, but um, it, it's a great action movie. Um I, one thing that I think that really helps it is there's no plane movies anymore. Mm -hmm. It's all this stupid shit, fucking loser, nerd, fucking word I really want to use, um, superhero movie shit, right? Mm -hmm. Just it's all the same. Everything looks the same. It looks it's a crazy, fake CGI land with your fist in the ground. The fucking pavement breaks. Look up menacingly. It's this in the same shit for 15 years. They used real planes. They used real aircraft carriers they use real pilots they they everything sounds real it looks real it feels real when they're doing crazy shit in the sky you're like oh my god like, it's just so fantastical because they're real planes and it's shot so goddamn gorgeously i, I think it was shot for imax but but when those planes are fucking flying through the canyons towards the end you're like god damn it somebody actually did that it just you don't even know how it's possible um Tom Cruise, and I'm so happy. I've, I've People that listen for a long time, I'm so happy to be at the head of this. But when he was going through his Scientology shit and he was jumping up and down on the couch and doing the Oprah bit, everyone was just shitting all over Tom Cruise and saying he's a weirdo and all. It He's he's the greatest that we've ever had. Mm -hmm. There'll never be another one. No one has been able to have the career that he has had. He's been able to star in these types of movies for 40 years. Um, he's a fucking national treasure. He should have a statue Every fucking town square in America should have a Tom Cruise statue because no one's brought any anyone more happiness than this man. <laughs> um, he's fantastic in this movie. He mm -hmm. should be nominated for best actor. 
He should absolutely be nominated for Best Actor in this movie. The, he's playing Maverick like he's still Maverick, but also like Maverick would be when he's in his 50s. Like, it's so fucking perfect that somehow he walked. It's like it's like rocks shirt. That's how good this is, Thor. He's walking down the fucking line of, I'm 50, but I'm also Maverick. And that's yeah. what I think the movie, why everyone loves it so much, is Jurassic World is a giant steaming pile of dog shit. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But every once in a while, you're like, oh, there's something from Jurassic Park. I remember that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It, it bamboozles people. Nostalgia is so intoxicating because you got all these people, all these man children like myself, that we don't we don't love our families. So we look back on these movies like these institutions and they mean too much. So you want to draw on that because you can get people to buy tickets because of the nostalgia. This is as good as nostalgia has been used while also establishing your own movie. Like this thing is its own movie. And I think it would have been a good movie without Maverick hugging Iceman, which, by the way, if, what was the over under on crying? Uh, I think you said it at three and a half. Now, here's what I want to ask you, because it was three. But one of the crying sessions went for 12 minutes. Then that counts as that, yeah. that hits the over. I, I think I cried more than three times. I cried the first two minutes yeah. I cried. Because the first, the beginning of it is just Maverick, like, he, he grabs the aviators and he puts on the fucking bomber jacket. He gets on his motorcycle and they hit that fucking song that I really wish you could play. Yeah. Um, and you're just like, oh, I can't take this. I, this is this is too much. Like I, I, I've watched this movie so many times on TBS, and it's he looked great, and it sounded great, and uh, it looks updated. I mean, it's not it's not just an '80s fucking like exploitative movie. Like it fuck, they play Danger Zone. Mm -hmm. They get it out of the way real quick. They're showing all the fucking planes take off from the aircraft carriers. By the way, I could have watched that for yeah. twenty minutes. <laughs> it's just planes landing and taking off from an aircraft carrier. You're like. God, how they fuck? How do they do this for the first time? You know how many planes went over into the goddamn drink? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it's just it was fantastic. And then one, and I, I know you want to talk to him, and I know you, you you enjoyed it. But um, one of the parts that's so incredible is there's a scene about 20 minutes in where Maverick. Maverick, I'm not going to give away too much because I want people. You should go see this movie in the yeah. theater. Please go see it in the theater. Do not wait for it to be in your fucking living room. It is not. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to the Uvar Hazy and see it in the fucking IMAX because I got to hear when the fucking planes are going over you and they're like dog fighting. You're like, this is unbelievable. It's, it's as close as any of us dick in the dirts are ever going to be to knowing what that feels like. Um, there's a scene about 20 minutes in. Maverick gets called back to Top Gun, right? He's Of course. Yeah. He goes into this bar, and the dialogue is real corny, and it's like kind of cheesy, and everyone's calling each other by their call signs. They're like, oh, hangman, you know why they call him out? Because he hangs his wingman out to dry. And I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> terrible. Then I'm like, oh, shit, this is exactly how they talked in Top Gun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they fucking must have gone and just watched it a million times and said, all right, write a bunch of new lines for these new pilots, but have it sound like they're in 1985. Um and I'm like, oh, it's the perfect hat tip. Like this, this scene is the perfect hat tip to the bar scene where he, you know, you lost that love and feeling that everybody knows in that fucking movie. Um, but then it's also new, like it advances the plot. Like the whole plot is about Maverick trying to come to grips with his relationship with Goose's son, who, of course, Goose died in the in the first Top Gun, and yeah. it's um. It's incredibly moving, uh, but it's also a war movie. Like it's also, and they don't. Here's another great part. They don't neuter Maverick at all. He's the alpha, and he's the alpha the whole fucking time. Mm -hmm. And there's all these little dickheads, pilots, that are like, well, we got to get these new up-and-comers. Who do you think has to fucking go there and kill the Russians? Who do you think <laughs> has to do it? You know who has to do it. They don't sacrifice one ounce of this movie 
to the altar of the 2022 fucking, you know, I, I don't, I hate people use overuse the term woke, but they, you watch Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi's tripping all over himself. He doesn't have his fucking powers. Boba Fett can't do anything. He won't wear his mask. He's in smash and stomped on. We all know this. We all, we all know how this goes. All, there's a bunch of other great characters in this movie, and they do a great job of like making these characters an important part, incredible. But it's Top Gun Maverick. It's not Top Gun Maverick's daughter. Top Gun Maverick's daughter. Oh, that movie would stink. <laughs> there's a there's, a, they don't take the guy. You when you go to see. Bruce Springsteen, right? He's terrible. But they don't say, well, what this audience really wants to see is we're going to trip Bruce as soon as he walks out onto the fucking <laughs> stage. And then when, right when he's about to sing fucking Dancing in the Dark, we're going to kick him in his ass and he's going to fall into the orchestra pit. And then we're going to bring up some <laughs> person to fucking sing the goddamn... You can edit that out. You're going to be upset. I know. But you understand oh, yeah, what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, Avril Lavigne is not going to come out to take his... Who place. the fuck decided that when you make movies that people want to see about characters they love, you've got to just shit all over the character the whole time mm -hmm. and try to prop up all these other characters you don't give a shit about? When did that formula just decide to take flight? I mean, they made to uh, Thor look so terrible. <laughs> I'm so Here's the great thing about Maverick is, first of all, any political views you have, it ain't going to offend you. It, yeah. There's nothing political in this movie. On either side, it is just a fucking great fighter pilot movie. That is all that it is. And I think that's why people are so excited about it is doing the business that it is. But I, I, I was sitting in the bathroom afterwards and I couldn't help but say, what the fuck is Disney doing? Like, they've got mm -hmm. shit that pulls, like, Top Gun is one of the most beloved movies of all time. I think for generations of people. And it's transcended people from the 80s, like people my age. Like, younger people have found it and they enjoy it. But it ain't Star Wars, mm -hmm. you know? It's not Spider-Man. And, and those things are all doing well, but it's like, how, how does Disney fuck up all these institutions? This is masterfully done. Like, whoever the group is, they should find Tom Cruise and whoever he worked with and say, all right. We're going to remake all of your movies. Like, we're going to... Everything you did in the 80s, Risky Business 2, Electric Boogaloo. It's coming out. <laughs> because they just... They so perfectly handled the nostalgia and what you love about Top Gun, but also giving you something that felt very fresh and new. Um, and maybe it was because, if I'm being honest, it feels fresh and new because so many movies don't do what they're doing right now. Is they just want to tear down your fucking heroes and then prop something else up in its place. Do you, do you think that because of the success this movie is having that other movie companies will get away from doing that to no uh, because i don't i don't and i don't want to i don't necessarily i can i could talk forever about mm -hmm. this topic i don't necessarily want to because i don't want it to be the focus of why we enjoyed it but it's it's got to be something that's contributing to why it's so fucking popular um but it's also it's also it's perfect it's a perfect movie so i don't know how else to say it it, it might be the i don't know it might be the best movie i've ever seen i don't know I don't know how I can compare. It's like going to eat a Five Guys burger, and you're like, well, how is a steak better than this? You know, or how is right. asparagus or lobster or whatever the best food on earth is? Like, I guess it's better, but it, maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't. Mm -hmm. Maybe this Five Guys burger is the best food that I could ever possibly have. And that's that's what Maverick is. Is it's the best food you've ever had? I appreciated the uh, the call yesterday. I was I was panicked calling Tor. <laughs> I panically called him, dude. You gotta get in the theater. I'm like, 
I'm like, oh, so necessary theater watch? Necessary theater watch. Like, you grab Humpty and you go right now. I'm like, okay, shoot. I'm, I was happy that you were so uh, How about this? Happy text, about that, text that loser. Okay. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy him him tickets and you tickets. You pick the theater you want to go to and I will buy your tickets. It, it was so good. I'm going back with Mark on Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't blame you. IMAX. I don't blame you. Which one are you going to? Udvar? Yeah, the Udvar. I think, well, how come you didn't invite your pal? I want to take my Well, I'm, I'm, we didn't buy the tickets yet. Well, I'm going to take my shit. You. I my shit. Yeah. Buy six tickets. I will. Buffer on either side. Yes, seven <laughs> tickets because Kathy's going to. Well, oh, she is? How's yeah. she going to go? Uh, she, I think she'll be able to sit for like that time period, she okay. said. Okay. Because well. she really wants to see it, too. Because she, she loved Top Gun, and I was she telling should. them all about it when I drunkenly stumbled in the door last night. It, it was such a good movie. I, I, same as you. I was amped up about it all night. Couldn't stop thinking about it. Thought about it all morning. They, di- they perfectly tied. When you said earlier, when he reached into that locker and pulled out his jacket, I that had alone. such a giddy feeling that's inside. A, that's a minute in. I'm like nudging Dottie in the arm. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, here you know we what I go. Said? When he got out on the motorcycle and he drove out of the fucking hangar, <laughs> yeah. I turned to Don's like, oh, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my fucking yeah. life. <laughs> what is that? Two, it two, was not even. It might have been 90 seconds into the fucking <laughs> yeah. movie. The two old ladies next to me that were yapping the whole fucking time were getting all steamed up. Yeah. I mean. There's a scene where Ed Harris is only in this movie for about a minute. <laughs> and there's an amazing scene with Ed Harris yeah. where Maverick basically just shits all over him. Yeah. And it's. It's fucking perfect. You're like, this is this is so good. Yeah, the 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 planes, everything was incredible. I'm telling you, man. The, and is, even I knew what I want to be gonna, a pilot now. This is so refreshing. <laughs> Why? Because normally you come in, you so watch angry. a movie, you say, oh, and you know, you're like, it was okay, nasty. but there was this and that, and yeah, now it's, it's like, I'm like, oh, this is the, maybe the happiest I've ever seen. I can't here. recommend yeah. it enough. It, it was, and then walking out of it, I I. I remember just saying to them, I can't believe how fucking good that was. Because another thing, Tor, is a couple of things. One of the reasons I haven't gone to see it yet is because the the, the, the praise was so over the top. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone is... I'm not saying anything that... A lot of people are saying what I'm saying right now. And I'm like, I don't want to be fucking disappointed. I, think I, I remember tweeting, I need this movie to be good. Um, and so I was really worried about that. And then I was also real worried about... It's emotional. Like, I'm telling you that, that I cried a hundred times, but it's not... It's so fucking like it. They don't. There's things that people like. They kill off Han Solo in that Star Wars movie, like all halfway through it. Yeah, and it's just it's shitty and like it's just you're like oh god. Nothing happens in this movie where you're like oh they're trying to get us to cry here. Mm-hmm. You're just crying because there were two times I cried. I might have cried seven times. There was two times that I cried where I was just happy. Whereas mm-hmm. it was like welling up because I was like, this is so fucking great. <laughs> yeah. There's a scene at the end where you kind of think the movie's ending. And then there's like this little kind of, I don't know, bonus side quest. Yeah. I don't even know how to call it. I don't <laughs> want to ruin it for people. But he sees something and I go, ah! and then I started fucking crying. And I'm like, oh, I'm crying because I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that scene that I was, oh, it's I just was so great. tearing up real big. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> I mean, the end, there's this big, awful Lady Gaga song, right? Mm-hmm. It like starts up at the end. I'm like, oh, no, it's a big, awful Lady Gaga song. But then like 10 seconds goes by and you're like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. This is great. Like it fits the movie. It's and it's the end. So you're like you're already about to. I, I was sitting there like God, don't end the don't end. Like and then I'm I'm sitting there like an idiot. Like oh, maybe there's a post credit sequence. I'm like oh wait, this is a real movie. It's not a box of Lucky Charms with a toy in the bottom. Idiots, morons. You all are stupid. You don't like steak. You like four piece nuggets because you might get a Berenstein Bears toy in there. I fucking hate everyone. 
Right. Even even the stuff that was in the trailer that I knew was coming when it happened in the movie, it was it, it, oh, was, it was almost great. ten times. Like when he shot up between the two planes, he like did. Was, by the way, he does that like eight times. Yeah, I popped every time. Yeah, whoosh. <laughs> this here's the gimmick. Where's Maverick? We gotta gotta make sure we get Maverick. Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> People were clapping. I was like, oh yeah, ah, this is amazing. <laughs> It was just, it was so it's fucking Maverick. good. I haven't I haven't had that much. I yelled fun. it's Maverick once during the fucking movie. Oh <laughs> it was giddy, dude. I was giddy I, watching it. Yeah, giddy. I hadn't had that much fun in a movie in a long time. Well, you pissed I mean, enough. It scared yeah. the piss out of him. Oh yeah, yeah. We, 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 you had a couple bathroom breaks. Oh, a couple bathroom breaks. Yeah, <laughs> he went right before the movie, like while the fucking the uh, trailers are playing, and then he pissed him like twenty minutes in, and then pissed again, like right before the penultimate scene. A lot of loggers. Um, Dawson did a real funny bit where, uh, oh, I hate him. Fucking, <laughs> it was taking a minute. Like the, the theater had more people in it than I thought that it would. Uh, they're all old, by the way. Everybody was a hundred years old. We were the youngest people in the theater, um, which is helping. I think there's, there's people yeah. going to see this movie that yeah. pop culture has decided don't matter, but Oh, fucking, let me break some news to you. Their money still spends yeah. morons. <laughs> The next youngest person was 75. And they're next to Ant-Man. And there's these two old ladies that were getting moist for Tom Cruise right next to Ant-Man. Moist as fuck. And by the way, they sat in our seats. I told them, ma'am, here's our seats. I have it right here. They they didn't want to look at my phone, and they didn't want to move. And I'm like, you're in the wrong row. Please just get up and fight. And I almost narked them out, but they were having such a good time. They were annoying Ant-Man, so I let them stay there. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, what was uh, Dotson's bit? So Ant Man goes to piss for the third time, and uh, he had just gotten a beer. And Dustin looks at me, looks over, grabs Ant Man's beer, and just chugs it. <laughs> I was so pissed. And then he looks at me, and goes, "Ew, it's Vienna Lager. This is gross." And so he didn't even enjoy it. So he puts the glass back. Ant Man like wiggles under the table, comes back up, and it took like a, it took like a full two minutes. He like looked around and he goes. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> because it took so long to get a fucking beer that he knew it was going to take another 20 minutes, which it, of course, did. Mm-hmm. So the guy, the waiter, brings Ant-Man's beer back to replace him for some reason. He hands it to me. And I go, thank you. And I hear him go, Dukes, Dukes, Dukes. It's my beer, Dukes. No, don't do it, Dukes. And I went and I put it up to my mouth. He goes, oh, no, goddamn it. <laughs> so I handed it to him because I was like, I can't do it twice in a row. Yeah. That'd be rough. Um... Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. And the the way that it seamlessly like uh, paid homage to the first one, uh, but also made it its own completely unique movie. I think, I, I, I hate to say this, I definitely would go see another one. Like if they mm-hmm. wanted, they left it so they could do another one if they wanted to. Um, but it's so fucking perfect and it's so unique. I don't know how they're going to, they've been trying to squeeze life out of these old franchises now for decades, right? Movie's like what thirty eight years in between the fucking sequel and the first one. Like, how many other institutions could you do that with that are as beloved as Top Gun? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But it was great. And Goose's kid, I thought he was annoying. Like, there's a couple of characters that I was kind of annoyed by at first. Sure, you end up loving everybody. You just want to kiss everyone all over their face and their mouth. (laughs) Yeah, there wasn't an actor that I was really annoyed with the whole time. No, not even the shithead. Yeah, not even the shithead. At the end, I was like all steamed up because (laughs) he came out. Hey, hey, hey! Calm down. No spoilers. I'm not spoiling. You just just said at the end the way he came out. That's well turned out at the end. Okay. Um. But but he yeah I mean all of them were were phenomenal the the having all the different stuff on in the movie was great. John Hamm is a is a dick in this movie too, but he's a good dick like the good dick admiral mm-hmm. that like fucking yeah. you know you're trying to not mess with and then um, 
he has his own struggles. Uh, do, I, do I give Maverick control of this unit? <laughs> That's fine. The the way they, um, for those of you that don't know, Val Kilmer is in this movie. Um, it's midweeks, and they've, a lot of people talked about it. He's fucked up. Like, he's had the what, throat cancer, mm-hmm. so he can't talk anymore. But they figured out a way to work that into the movie. Um, I, I think it's perfect. Like, I, 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 that scene I was really worried about because I love Val Kilmer, and he's... He's fucked up in real life, and so you feel badly about that because he's got to be around Tom Cruise's age, mm-hmm. and Tom Cruise is just—he's got his shirt Stud, off, he's playing yeah. beach football, he's riding motorcycles, he's fucking chicks that are you know thirty years younger than him. I mean, he's just—he's Tom he lo- fucking Cruise. He looks like he looked great. <laughs> he looks amazing, phenomenal. I wish I could look that. Good. I mean, it's—and cr- I know it's a movie. Like you could tell they're doing some lighting or some makeup. His face does look—it looks a little poofy or something because. He he did an announcement before the movie. There was just a video, and he looked older. He looked much older mm-hmm. in the uh, the this video package before the movie than the actual movie. But even that was great. He's like, we made this movie for the movie theaters. Thank you so much for seeing it in the movie theaters. Like this is how we want people to see it. And you know, all these other guys got jobs because it was an awesome. That part was awesome. Mm-hmm. He's great. I just I wish I could fucking I wish I could just meet him for ten seconds just to fumble at his zipper. <laughs> let me at it. Let me at it. We'll just real quick. Let me lick the head. Like that's all I want to do is lick oh, the no. head. Hey, I'm glad we could get this done, man. Let's <laughs> get it. <laughs> I gotta get it. <laughs> I just immediately just lunge at his zipper. No, this is because the movie's so good. I swear to God, I'm not even gay. Um, it's gotta have happened to him a hundred times. I'm married for God's sake. I draw it all. Um, I, I wish I could tell. I wish I wish I could. I wouldn't even ask for a picture or an autograph. I would just say, hey, man, I want to thank you for that movie. Let me just thank you for it, please. Because I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Um, I almost tweeted him thank you last night, but I had to get a hold of myself. <laughs> get a hold of yourself, you fucking maniac. Yeah. 48-year-old man. Um, yeah, there's. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's much. The planes are awesome. The mm-hmm. fucking the planes are super cool. The one part that was kind of corny is uh, you don't know who they're fighting. I, I think they were so worried about because Taiwan and China and Russia and Ukraine, like they're, you know, there's all the controversy about the patches on the jacket. Like you never really find out who it is you're going to war with. But they did a great job with that too. Yeah, it didn't fucking matter. Um, it was great. It was super great. It, yeah, well, I'm really best. I'm really happy for you. For me? Yeah, for you. What about for Ant Man? Are you happy for Ant Man? Well, Ant Man. Um, I guess. <laughs> you fucking stink, Tor. I'll tell you what, though. It has been a good fucking Your will week. has been broken. Yeah, and it's mine. <laughs> um, because two fucking... I mean, it was this movie. We had two fucking great movies this mm-hmm. week. Uh, and generally, it's just me watching bad movies and being angry about <laughs> yeah. it. The way it goes. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't imagine anyone that would pay to listen to this show would buy a ticket to see Top Gun Maverick and not enjoy the shit out of it. So... I, I don't think anybody could buy a ticket and not enjoy it. You if had to you be just, really upset. Yeah. I read an article. There was uh, the Military Times put up like there's one reviewer that gave it like 0.5 stars. Oh my and it's God. just an unhappy person. It's yeah. just someone that was is angry and mad. And the critics love this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, no one shit on movie critics more than I do. There's, they can't not love this movie. And they, they have acknowledged that. The audience, I, the audience got to be 100%. Can you check on Rotten Tomatoes yeah, real we'll quick? Do. I think last night it looked like it was 99% or something uh, I mean, the crazy only, high. The 1% just has to be mean shitty people mm-hmm. people on, that are never gonna like anything they're not gonna like anything if you don't like this i don't know what you can like honestly <laughs> yeah, i don't seriously. know what you can fucking like <laughs> yeah 97 percent from the critics 99 percent from the 97 97 is fucking insulting i gotta yeah. say that's an unbelievable <laughs> yeah. score but the fucking marvel movies that i've seen get 100 percent on this goddamn piece of shit website that's what what is it vouch vault go Vouch-Vault. to that vault. I'm, you know what 
I'm going to Vouch Vault Maverick the second this <laughs> goddamn fucking show is over. Uh, will you see it, Tor? Yes, I will see it. I need to see it. All right. Well, look, let me know when you can. I swear to God, I'll go online. I'll buy you and Dopey the fucking, or Stinky or whatever his name is, the ticket. I really right? appreciate Stinky. that. Jizzy. <laughs> you and Jizzy. Young Jizzy. That's his roommate's name, Young yeah, Jizzy. seriously. He could is that be what his name? Jizzy right now. Young Precum. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What <laughs> just happened? <laughs> I don't know. I'll cut a gin. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, why his shirt is standing on <laughs> like it is. Oh, uh, well, it's a little starch. Is that what you're trying to say? Um, I, I would be willing to do two bit like right before it goes out of the theater. Like a, I, I mean, I'm definitely seeing it again. Okay, I want to take my wife, but like maybe like a meetup or something. We're we're gonna go see this showing, and everybody that wants to come out and come out. Do you want to know the origins of baby girling? Do you want to know Jester's biggest triumph and his biggest failure to date? Are you curious about John Denver songs? If so, go to CommonwealthDryGoods.com and purchase the best of the first six month CD or the best of the first year or both, preferably both. It is hot as balls today, but that doesn't mean that your balls have to be hot. Oh, look what I did there. It's Tor coming to you from Manscaped, and I would like to express my gratitude to Manscaped for providing me with the Lawnmower 4.0 body hair trimmer as I am keeping myself away from the heat the best that I can. I've explained that whenever I'm going golfing, I'm not feeling all the the hot hair on me, and that is so valuable, especially when it is 90 degrees with 130% humidity like it is today in the DMV area. I know we have listeners out west. It's got to be hot as hell out there. Regardless, you're getting 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES at manscaped.com, so you're helping yourself out. You're getting a great product at a price that it shouldn't be sold at. That's the reality of the situation. 20% off and free shipping is a fantastic deal. Head to manscaped.com, use the code DUKES, and help yourself out this summer. I can't emphasize it enough. I cannot emphasize it enough. It's only going to get hotter. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, our take. How the take don't suck. Thanks for the fine, Jim. Does Jim Rome, he still does a show, right? Yeah. Isn't he like the, the most the highest paid sports talk radio host in America? Yeah, that graphic came out, and, and the fuck, I couldn't believe it. Can you even listen to him in this area? I, I think he's still LA based, and I think he's still national on CBS. Did you ever go through a Jim Rome period? Yes, I did. I, I used to listen to Jim Rome every day. I don't I don't want to shit on Jim Rome, but I just can't believe that the the shtick is still what the the shtick is the same shtick that I was listening to when I was fucking eighteen. You know, I I just gotten a shitty job. I would sit in my car and listen to Sports Talk 980, and, and Jim Zorn, Jim Zorn, Jim Rome was on fucking giving people the vines and doing the smack off and talking about fucking Jay Stu. And I'm just like, and I and I fucking he was he walked by me in the Super Bowl once, and I was like, he's gotta be 900 years old. Like, I mean, he's fucking been doing this. I don't know. I got. I don't. I don't really have anything bad to say about him. I just can't believe. Like my shows that I've done have changed so much over the years. I just. I, I would get so sick of it. I think I would just get so sick of the vernacular and the jargon. Maybe the show is different. I don't know. I haven't been able to listen to it in years. I. I would go home from baseball practice. Right. I would listen to an hour of Jim Rome replay. Uh, whoever was on. Uh, that evening, and then right into Pharrell, and I'd play. Sure. I'd, I'd just sit there and play Call of Duty Black Ops Three for about four hours and just run through the sports talk and listen. I loved it. One of my one of my my favorite memories of all time is I was working at the the Home Depot right up the street from here to come full circle. I would uh, knock off after we would close. I would come home. I would catch. I had taped Monday night. No Monday Nitro. There was a replay of it. 
So I would be watching Monday Nitro from WCW. I'd listen to the last hour of the Junkies, and then I would listen to the entirety of Pharrell on the bench. Yeah. And then once Nitro was over, I would then boot up my PlayStation. I would play Resident Evil. And I would just sit there pounding beers and hoping to die before the next morning <laughs> when I had to go back to uh, Home Depot. So it's like the simultaneously one of the worst moments of my life, but also one of the best. You right. know, it's difficult to put that into context for people. I, I completely agree. <laughs> work 10 hours a day, but like, oh my God. But then I would just listen to sports talk radio and eat pizza and watch Nitro and play video games. You just have that that turn off ability where you're just like, all right, I'm going off. Yep. Nobody's going to be. A- no, I'm not going to do anything to better myself to get out of this situation. Nothing. Nope. I'm just going to try to fucking drink myself into oblivion and watch and listen to dumb shit. Hey, Tor, did you email that coach? You know, you said you're going to get on that recruiting stuff. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> nope. Pharrell was on one last night. He was giving it to my Pharrell, Pharrell was going crazy about the. He was always Pharrell always be screaming about hockey, and I just never cared about hockey, but because he was screaming about it, I always used to. Uh, always used to. Dad, he it. broke his hand in a, in, a, in his basketball league. Like I had to listen. <laughs> I just give it head to everybody that was there. I was drinking all the beer, smoking the weed, and just doing high kicks and mafia. You don't know what you're talking about. I fucking was just such a big fan. Um, all right, very good. That was uh, that's a good Friday episode, right, Torn? I very much enjoyed it. Good Friday episode for everybody. All right, uh, well, if you don't mind, um, do me a favor. Leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this, whether it is iTunes or Spotify. It definitely helps us out. It's a free way to help us out. Also, you can go to... Uh, at Chad Duke Show on Facebook or Instagram and follow. We put a lot of fun stuff up there, a lot of pictures. There's a picture of Toro with uh, Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson available on our Instagram page. I'm very excited about it. I'll put a picture up of my uh, my sticker on the back of my truck as well so people can check that out. See? What a solicit. Right. Who wouldn't want to follow to get all that fun shit? <laughs> There's really? something that's going to – if you. It, I, when I was deciding whether or not to to really, I guess, jump into the broadcast, sure, sure. I, I scrolled through the social media. I'm like, what the hell are they doing there? And I got, what I, is that? I, I, I'm like, oh, I gotta hear what the hell that was. About. I gotta I, figure I, it out. I was, I was hooked. Speaking of the broadcast, I put up a picture of the broadcast CD we're gonna be releasing. Yeah. You wanna hear this comment? Okay. Is this just one episode that I guess you want us to listen to over and over again? That was one comment. Another one is, is this a show or is it music? Here's another one. Well, I need a CD player to listen to this. You know what you were just telling me in break? Yeah. I'm going to exercise some of that. It's tough. Well, also, they're all they're all just pointing out the fact they don't subscribe to the show. I guess we have a lot of people that follow us on Instagram that don't listen to the fucking show. Oh, boy. Oh, well. All right. Thank you to our audience, Chris, for being here. I uh, appreciate that. If you'd like to be an audience, well, you'll figure it out. Come buy something at the shop. Yeah. Pretty much the way it goes. Uh, hats. Chad Duke Show. Trucker cap. What are they? Trucker caps? Not really. Mesh back Mesh caps. Yeah. Adjustable. Available at Commonwealth Drug. I'll be working there this weekend. Come on by. Pick one up. Old Town Fairfax. You can check them out at Commonwealth Dry Goods on Instagram. Tor, thank you for a great week of shows. Of course. Very fun week. And then the property-wide hog roast Ooh, on July 3rd. Is that what it is? The hog will be by the outdoor bar. You can grab food and head to wherever you would like. Oh, I know where the outdoor bar is. I love that area. From the mouthpiece of Money Monk himself. Well, I'll do that. I'm going to do that. There's gonna, is it a big hog? I'm a, well, your grandfather should be brought in to assess whether or not it's a big hog or not because he definitely has some experience in those manners. If the good lord is well, maybe, maybe we do need a PD. <laughs> you would go straight to the program director. And someone down the I hall. can't work in this environment. <laughs> He's a pig. He's a pervert. He's talking about my grandfather and my genitals. Can you imagine if you wanted to hear me talk about whether or not Drew Storage should be, we should move on from him. You hear this fucking segment we just did today? Holy shit. 
All right. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on Monday for a brand new episode of the Chad Duke Show. Roll out the trash cans. You know what I always say? Time to that. Friends, if you tell out to fucking you.